It's the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast, your one-stop shop to dominate fantasy baseball and football. Come get some. All right, and we're back and live, and it's the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast. It looks like it's working today. I don't I don't hear any. I, I was going <laughs> to dial in with my AOL and go, but I didn't do that, man. I paid the money. We're good to go. We got some high-speed internet, and we're ready for you. I think Andy's on enough high-speed internet today. I think I saw him drink three Red Bulls already. Um, I had at least two. I had two. and Yeah, you were definitely uh, jinxing yourself too early, saying that you're good now with your internet. You got to give it a little bit. Hey, let's go, man. I'm already – I'm eight seconds in, and it's better than last week, man. We did it. That's true. Anything's (laughs) upgrade, but what's going on today? How are you doing today? I don't know. You know what I was just thinking of as we're watching the the intro there with the song coming in? That's actually – uh trevor's trevor's old band that song i'm looking at it, it looks like wayne's world with the the wood paneling and everything i'm waiting for woo, 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 woo. anyway guys <laughs> you, we forgot we were on the air i'm jeff trella i'm your host of the stack attack fantasy podcast with me as always already having a conversation with me in the upper left is trader andy what's up dude how you doing what's up man how we doing uh how's everyone doing out there today uh, as, as I'm really fired up right now. So we're going to have a little fun today. All right. All right. All right. All right. To his right or left or whatever it is, is Mr. Nick Mimi, man. What's good, man. I, you were a game time decision. I was upgraded to probable. You made I it, was. man. We're happy you're here, man. I love okay. it, man. I'm very, glad to uh, see you, man. I know you've got a lot day. going on at home. Glad to yeah. see you. What's yeah. good, man. What do you got? Nothing. Just, uh, my mom had open heart surgery today. She is, uh, doing well. Just uh, FaceTime my dad from the hospital, so I'm here. So we are moms good. Are, moms are strong, man. Let me tell yeah. you, all the moms yeah. are stronger than us. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Everything went well. Hey, let, let's give a high mom. I'm sure all of our moms are watching, right? Absolutely. If, if not, that's pretty messed up. We <laughs> 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 need at least three watchers, right? All right. Um, so we always start off our show with a victory lap, and Nick. What do you got for me, man? Do you have any anything to take a victory lap about this week, this year, anything like that? Uh, this week, I was high on Casey Mize. I two-start week, I put him in there, multiple leagues. So far, so good. I'm 50% correct. Let's see if we can get the other 50%. He's got the uh, pedigree. He's got the, the star power. He's putting it together, hopefully. starting to. Uh, he's starting to get a big rise in there. Starting to see him picked up all over the place. So hopefully he picks it up and picks up the seam. He's definitely a must-add anywhere right now. Yeah, we're, we're going to talk about must-add players later on, and he's definitely at the top of the list. Nick talked about it up top here as a victory lap. So, uh, Andy, what do you got for me, man? Take a lap. All right. Well, one of uh, my my boys that have been fronting for a long time, and he's uh, still continuing after a huge spring, after he was given a 80 hit tool by MLB Pipeline, uh, Vlad Guerrero. Uh, he's uh, killing the ball. He's doing everything that we all thought he would. He uh, came in the best shape of his life into camp, losing 40 pounds, which was actually right. He looked like a little pork chop, but now you know he's killing the ball. His uh, fly ball rate is way up there, and he's putting the ball out of the stadium. He's getting on base a huge clip. Uh, it's, I'm just excited. I'm excited, and I got him, and I'm going to hold on to him. All right, nice. My victory lap this week 
is going to be once again for the second week in a row at the expense of Trader Andy. And I got to take a victory lap from last night. I fell asleep before it happened, but I was so happy to see that James Karinchak clean save in the ninth yeah. inning. Mr. Class A not even pitching. I'll tell you what. I, I, I'm I'm borderline top 10 in TGFBI. I, I, I go up and down every day, but I'm I'm a solid three weeks straight now that I've been in the top 12, 13. Uh, me and Andy Singleton uh, at People's Pens on Twitter. Shout out to you, my brother. Um, we're going back and forth, first and second. We're both in the top 10, top 12. But if if I'm going to get Karinchak getting that, that uh, closer's role, y'all in trouble because it's going to be a wrap because that's my biggest weakness right now is saves. Um, I got Josh Stomont and another guy that we're going to talk about later as a priority ad. But if Karinchak gets that role in, in a clean way like that, he's right now, he's the best reliever in baseball right now, bar none. Um, and if he's getting saves, it's a wrap. All right. It's gonna, it's gonna you, happen. It's gonna happen. I think so, man. Class A is uh he's scaring control, me every control. every time. Every time Bad. he pitches, he scares me. I saw you put him on the on the uh block in our, our home league <laughs> just, just today, trying to be <laughs> trying to be sneaky, and you put the good pitchers there too, trying to sneak him in there. But oh, he's we'll still a good pitcher. He throws 102, but he just doesn't know where it goes. Yep. All right. All right. So if you're going to take a victory lap, you have to fall on your face one. So, Nick, what's your crash and burn today? Garrett Cole. What? Come on. Automatic two starts this week against Texas. I thought it was a slam dunk. My phone's phone's lighting up this week. I get the MLB alerts. Remember the Yankees uh, have a run scored in the game? And I'm like, oh, that's the Yankees scoring runs. Cole's on the mound. And go to C. He gives up five runs. Awesome. Great start. Jeff. Jeff. How how, how, long, guys? How hot was my lineup? And then Cole just killed it. Yo, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we, we had a, a a fire lineup that day. We got we got uh, Nikki Madrigal's first major league home run, which we celebrated. Uh, who was who else was it? Andy that day went nuts. That, uh, that we used in the lineup. I'm not sure, uh, man. That, that it, was it, 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 it was uh, Contreras. Contreras against. Oh yeah, we all against a lefty. Yeah, right. And and then yeah. all we needed was for Garrett Cole to be himself and give us 50 FanDuel points, and we would have been uh, your rich friend. And, uh, yeah. they, you know, I would have got the really good internet then, but <laughs> he, he laid an egg, and we kind of we missed out on that. All right, Andy, what's your crash and burn for the week? Oh, well, the, the, it's not for the week. It's still, like, overall uh, a guy I hyped up in the uh, spring, and since last year I was invested all over the place buying his autographed rookie cards, getting his shares all over. Uh, Rowdy Telez. And I know that you were killing me on it as well, but he's uh, officially crossed off my list for this year. I mean, he's only 26 years old, and I feel that he still has the time to progress. But with all those bats in there, it's going to be hard to crack that lineup. Let me ask you a question, though, and I know you follow the Blue Jays pretty tightly. Lourdes Gurriel has not been good. No, Um, he's another guy. Is that the path path for for Telez to stay in the lineup? Because he's got the platoon split with him, you're not taking Grichuk out of the lineup. He's been really good, and he's a great defensive player. Yeah, you know, you know, it, what's the point when Guriel gets gets not not the boot, but loses some at bats against against tough right-handed pitchers to Teles? Uh, it's just it's going to be very difficult here, especially when uh, uh, Alejandro Kirk comes back in a couple weeks as well. He's going to be uh, taking some of those DH uh, spots away as well because. Uh, Danny Jansen is just really good behind the plate, and you know he's starting to hit some home runs as well. So, 
All right. All right. I'm going to take a crash and burn and I'm going to put it on myself. Um, I, I crashed and burned quite a bit this last week. I, I'm, in, I'm in 17 leagues and uh, I have two draft champions that, that are the draft and holds that I'm not doing well in. Andy, me and you are partners on that team, those two teams. Um, but my other 15 are all like either killing it or they're just right there and they're in contention. Like I legitimately can take home 15 championships this year, including TGFBI. If everything continues to go my way, which it's not going to, but I'm saying I'm right there and I'm going to have multiple championships this year. It's a given. Um, but I face plant because the ones with the daily lineups, I, I, I screw up my lineup almost every day because I'm at work and I can't get to the lineups on time. I missed Miguel Sano's three home run day yesterday. It was on my bench. Like, I, I don't know, man, the fantasy concierge. We need this. We need this idea. <laughs> it's got to happen because I can't keep up. All right. Anybody got a rant they want to go on before we get into the crux of this, uh, this episode? I got one. You could go. I got one. And we're, we're going to go. go cause, Cause we got one too, me and Nick. Uh, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Is it about me? Might be. Oh, man. Possibly. Possibly. All right. So uh, off a topic, and uh, I'm a diehard New York Knicks fan, and we have made the playoffs, home court advantage. Uh, it's just been a, a really fun year to uh, follow them. Uh, coach came in, going to win coach of the year, changed the whole philosophy of the team. Best defensive team in the NBA. Brings me back to when I was a kid when we used to beat everybody up when they went in the lane. And it's been really exciting. So uh, playoffs start this week. Let's go Knicks. <laughs> all right, man. You you deserve that. You deserve that. I know it's been a rough life. All right. And we could we 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 could tell it's been a rough life because you know, all right, we all made fun of me because of my dial-up internet last week, and I heard it from many, many people. But you last week looked like you were abducted by the taliban or something like that and this was this was a ransom video because you're in this room with some screen lighting and all that and everything so you know kudos to you you did a good job bro listen you put a ransom note on on facebook today what was that we're talking about (laughs) you're trying to promote the podcast and you you put a damn handwritten freaking note and take a picture of it like this is your moment of glory. Dude, You're I'm old school, man. Going live, <laughs> and you didn't even put it right side up. You put it, it sideways. The, the Instagram oh, was cut off. Dude, Half of it was yo, cut off. You're, you you're, not here. you're not here for my technology. You're here for my knowledge. All oh, right? God. So just deal with it, man. I got the lighting oh. this week. I'll work on the note next Bro, week. Bro, and right? we're, love, we're loving the background, man. The, I love the jerseys. it. I know you worked real hard to put those jerseys I did. He did. He did. You know? No, my wife, minutes. my wife went out and got the uh, the lighting, and you know she she said I should get some <laughs> other stuff to, for the background. But I'm dealing with what I have to deal with, and I'm, I'm improving each week. All right, man, that's good. That's good stuff, man. I love it. I got another rant. I got another oh. rant, but it's a baseball rant. All right, okay. This crap with the unwritten rules of baseball. Mm. I I I'm at my wits' end with this. Okay, yep. so the the White Sox torched. The uh the the twins the other day, and Wyland Zastadio comes in and he's basically throwing like he's in a a, 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 a a twelve and under softball game, right? <laughs> he threw a forty nine mile an hour fastball on three and zero. Oh, I can't and hit that. 
<laughs> and and you know you know your boy what what do we call him uh, ninety two Corolla ninety two Toyota Corolla who is right now looking like a Porsche. <laughs> so so Yerman Mercedes hits it four hundred and fifty damn feet on a three and zero pitch, and everybody's going crazy, including Mercedes' own manager is is losing his mind, saying that he shouldn't have swung. They throw at him the next day and everything. So here's my rant. What the hell are you supposed to do when there's a 49 mile an hour fastball in the strike zone? You're supposed to watch it. Aren't we trying to like, aren't the unwritten rules to get the game over with to keep it moving? That's why when you're up by 15, you don't steal second base. You don't score from second on a, on a base hit. You just keep it moving station to station, get it over with. You try to, if they make an out, you take the out, right? You're not looking to add on to the score or anything like that. What the hell is he supposed to do? Is he supposed to strike out against a 49 mile an hour fastball? Or is he supposed to ground out on purpose? This poor man is making league minimum. He's been in the minor leagues for nine years. What do they want him to do? He has to go to arbitration at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Don't you think that his, his, uh, his whole thing, his whole argument for arbitration is going to be his batting average and his home runs? So what the hell was he supposed to do? Strike out on purpose? I don't know. You, you never then, give out. You never give out up in a bat. And Larusso is an exactly. Idiot. And then Giolito and Lind both came out in support of him today, and Larusso was like, "Yeah, nope, they're they're wrong." Yeah, how are they not fired? How they fired? They threw at the man, and his own manager said, "That's what he I would agreed. Done. He agreed. Oh yeah, my yeah. god, he's losing the club. I was the White, the White Sox. I wouldn't even show up to the game tomorrow. I would protest. Get him out of there." You know, he's yeah. he's losing uh, the clubhouse, that's for sure. He's, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. All right. So let's move on to the crux of this thing. All right. And and get the hell out of it. Andy's gonna said he's gonna improve for us for uh for next week and, and, and make it better. All right. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about the Dodgers a little bit to start off. They've had a lot of injuries. Um, and some of them are getting ready to come back. Uh, but you know, this week, what did we see? We saw Corey Seager get hurt. We who who else? We saw AJ Pollock go out. Edwin Rios, who was a little bit of a you know you know young sleeper, he's out for the year. A lot going on. What do you guys take? Uh, let Let's talk about the lineup first. Is there any players that are gaining playing time or that just got injured and lost playing time that you either have a concern about or you want to raise up a little bit? Nick, you can take this one first. My boy Gavin Lux. Yeah, he's going crazy. My boy. I have been my my eye has been on him for a couple of years now. I got him in our league. He is heating up, hit a granny last night. He is an absolute must add. If he is somehow on your waiver wire, you need to pick him up. The star power is there, the prospect star power is there. Get him on your team. Now <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna be killing it. And he's eligible at Any, two positions. Thanks. Yes, shortstop. Shortstop and second base now. Huge, huge. And, and the, the Dodgers are just one of those organizations that they're extremely, extremely deep. You know, obviously they add Pujols, who's going to come in there, and you know you know he's going to just turn it up and, and be a little better than he has been. Uh, and then they pick up uh, uh, the guy from uh, Tampa uh, off the waiver. Susugo, Susugo. Yeah, yeah, and you know – He's going to do something. Absolutely, he's going to do something because they they just pick up these guys off the the trash heap like uh, Max Muncy and Justin Turner, and then they become very very good. And they're just gonna. It's a good organization. They're just going to be deep everywhere, and they're 
they're going to do what they have to do. Yeah. Uh, uh, to drive home Nick's point uh, with Lux, the playing time is going to be basically a guarantee now because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, they're, they're being a little wishy-washy about how long Seager is going to be out. I did some research on this and the average, the, the, whatever the hell bone it is that he broke in his hand, Seager, the average time missed for that particular bone injury is 52 games. So this guy's out for two months. All right. So Lux has the spot for two months. Um, you're probably going to see, like Andy just mentioned, um, you're, you're going to see Muncie moving mostly from first to second. You'll probably see Bellinger playing a little bit of first base at first just to, you know, wean himself back in because it's a lower leg injury that he had. So they're not going to want him out roaming center field too much. They'll probably keep him at first base. Um, but you will see Pujols come to first base. And the the next guy, the guy I, I think might be the next Max Muncie. You know, I wrote about him in my uh, in my NFBC pickup article last Sunday. I mentioned him and I was a little down on him because of the Pujols situation is Matt Beatty, man. The kid's good. He's a he, he's a batting average uh, plus to your team, got a little bit of power, can do a little bit of everything, plays multiple positions. Just reminds me of Max Muncy when we first saw him. I think there's going to be a lot of that there. I think ultimately once Bellinger's healthy, because the outfield that that the Dodgers are putting out there right now is pretty much, you know, it, it, it's a B team. It's it's I, I can't even tell you off the top of my head who these people are. Um, <laughs> you know, Chris Taylor is obviously a key player. Obviously there's Mookie Betts, but they're Taylor's playing all over the diamond. He's a super utility guy. I think Beatty is going to, uh, going to be a big beneficiary. I think you're going to see him once Bellinger's fully healthy, which I need because he's my, he was my TGFBI first round pick. Um, and I, I think you're going to see that. And I think you'll see Beatty against righties, Pujols against, against lefties Bellinger spelling them at first base here and there. Um, and I think it's going to work out. You know, the, the bottom line is this about the Dodgers. Everybody says they're struggling in all their, you know, they're in a three-way race with San Diego and San Francisco. And that is a key point right now with, even with all these injuries and Bellinger's not back yet in the next 14 days from today forward, they play the giants seven times. Okay. So they do have to make, a, an impact here. They can't just lay down, you know, if, if they lose five out of seven, they might have a little bit of a problem moving forward uh, because their rotation is, even though it's the best rotation in baseball, it's a little injured right now. Mm -hmm. uh, and we'll talk about that in a few seconds. Yeah. That, that uh, kid from uh, uh, Tampa is back cleanup tonight. And uh, you have to realize uh, Dodgers have a ton of catchers and uh Hebert Ruiz has been going up and down. He's going to get some time and he's going to be a good bat as well. So I'm not really worried about it. I mean, they're in third place now, the giants, I don't think they're going to be staying there all, all year. And uh, you have Mookie Betts who has not been Mookie Betts yet. And he's going to take over the world and lead the team. So, yeah. In, in this, this year of pitching they're uh, their top five in runs, runs scored. <laughs> so I don't think anybody's really worried about them or feeling sorry for them. But the rotation, on the other hand, is a, I'm a little bit concerned about. Um, yes, they have the best ERA in baseball at 311, but they they just lost Dustin May. He's out for a year plus. Um, Tony Gonsolin's still on the shelf. And now, like, like I, I'm a little bit concerned because they pushed Trevor Bauer back a day, and they quoted it as 
concerns about his pitch counts of late. I, I think it might be more because they want him to pitch against the Giants instead of Arizona. That's my take on it. But this is a guy that in the beginning of the season, in, in the preseason, he was talking that he wanted to pitch every three days. And <laughs> With his eyes he closed. wanted to sign for a team that would give him every well every four days i'm sorry you know on three days rest on on the regular and he wanted to he wanted to do that obviously nobody gave him that contract or he would have taken it but now here he is we're not even two months later and they're pushing him back a day to give him an extra day of rest to to offset some of the uh some of the high pitch counts and they don't even have a starter named for the spot i guess they're going bullpen i i mean I, I think Josiah Gray is injured, isn't he, Andy? Yeah, yeah, he's on the DL. Yeah, he's on the minor league oh, IL. Um, no, I'm saying DL. What, DL. What, what, what do you what do you think about this? I mean, Julio Urias looked pretty good last night. Uh, you he's, know, he's probably been he's, fine. he's awesome. He's been great, Urias. All right, I, so I guess my question to both of you is: as we're talking about, you know, players to add and and to stash for the rest of the season. Um, David Price hasn't made a start in two years. He's back off the DL right now. Do you think this is somebody to stash and that they're going to try to slot into the into the rotation? He's not going to last even, long. Even if it's four or five inning stints, it's not worth I'm it. shaking my head. I'm shaking my head. Yes, Nick's doing it. No, so, you put him anywhere. He's going to do something. He's going to give you quality innings. All right. So let me ask you this then, and maybe you're in a league that has a relief pitcher uh, spot, okay? Is Jimmy Nelson an ad? Jimmy I Nelson, so. they've used they've used him as an opener. <laughs> I think he I think he has uh, let, let, let me check my notes. I think it's 16 innings, 25 strikeouts as an opener and he's been successful obviously. Is that somebody that maybe you want to add as a if you're required to have a relief pitcher spots? Or yeah, are we just deep gonna keep that? Can Only stay a on the 12, field? 12, 12 to 15 man league. I don't know if he could stay on the field. Jimmy Nelson. So we don't know if Jimmy Nelson yeah. could stay on the no. field. We don't know about David Price staying on no. the field. There, there's no relief in sight. Don't so, touch it. It's a wrap. <laughs> All right. Don't touch it. Don't do it. All right. Just stay out of it. I mean, that, that's save, save that, that money. That's the thing is usually anybody on the Dodgers is, is a priority ad. We're not, we're not going to look at that, so we're not worried about the rotation. We're, we're just going to we're just going to ignore that spot. If something comes up, we'll make a copa and, and bring it bring it to the listeners. Right? Sound good? Yeah. All right. Let's go to the other. <laughs> let's go to the other side of Los Angeles. Let's talk about the the Angels for a minute. All right. Andy uh, tried his best to display his Mike Trout jersey back there, and he, and he lost it. You, you, you failed. It's being held on ransom right now. Now there um, it is. Hey, Andy, the I can't way. do this, man. I can't. It, it I gotta mirrors. work on this. The, the camera oh, moves yeah. opposite. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. There we go. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right. So, so the Angels, well, they they cut pool holes, and he ended up on the Dodgers. <laughs> so now he's helping the Dodgers, and now it turns out that the Angels are like desperately needed him because <laughs> it's like two days later trout with uh popped his calf he's going to be out probably two months they say six to eight weeks the the, the team's the, the team's going to suck man they have the worst pitching in the league so they're going to be super cautious with him to make sure it doesn't affect the future um i i, I don't know man this is just a wrap is there any player that either of you 
are interested in that might be gaining some playing time based on this injury or the only uh you got to look at the, you got to look at the minor league but i don't think they're going to call Adele up anytime soon no he's Maybe not ready he's the only one i can no, think there, of there's, there's somebody that actually passed him uh Brandon Marsh oh thank but, you that's, but that he's was... actually uh a little banged up right now so uh, they really don't have much just going to keep going with uh Upton and whoever else out there but yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's, it's, it's bad cuz they're rolling out uh Taylor Ward right now. Um you know, they 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 made the pool holes move so that they could keep Jared Walsh, one of my one of my 2021 heroes. Hit a home run base. tonight. Hit a home we, run tonight. I, I love and we all agree with that. That, was, that I'm glad like the Angels decide to play this kid. So Hey. Well, they, he was playing, but he didn't have a position. Yeah. And they wanted to give him first base because that's his natural position instead of, you know, you know what happens when you take a natural first baseman and stick him out in the outfield. It gets ugly. Yeah, yeah, you know? we know that. But, what, what position did you play, Jeff? Oh. First base. <laughs> <laughs> and why are you saying, hey, Nick, what happened? What happened? Over there? Uh, I don't want to jinx it. <laughs> oh, another no-hitter? I don't want to jinx it. <laughs> Is it another no hitter? I'm not jinxing it. You can look it up oh yourself. I'm not God. jinxing it. It might be. It might be the. No, that that team. Oh my god! Oh, we're only we're only in five innings. So oh, it's come six. on, it's six. we're not even. We're not well, even. Looking. The MLB, MLB gave the little red uh little red oh. thing there. So yeah, they start doing that in like the third inning now. Oh, That's guess what? Thing. Guess what? It's like the fourth thing, and Flaherty already has like six. Uh, runs of support. Oh, support. Great job. Nice. That's awesome. Nice. Hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. DFS goodness. All right. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to give you guys a sneaky player. Uh, I actually, I'm in a 30 team dynasty league that was 60 rounds. So 1,800 players. That was this. rough. That was rough. I, it was, it was, br- <laughs> it was brutal at the end. And, and I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I, I, I got this league. I'm in this league with, uh, Corporal Eddie from Fantasy Six Pack, who hosted the On Deck Circle podcast last night, right here, and he got me into this league, and I am in second place. <laughs> but I only started drafting this. I was in the hospital with COVID, and I was bored because I wasn't allowed any visitors. I couldn't, <laughs> you know, I, I just had some Spanish man next to me talking to me in, in in Spanish all the time. So I needed something to do, and I saw this. I saw Dave putting this out on uh, um, on on Twitter about this league, so I joined it, and it was only thirty bucks to get in and everything. But right now, Phil Goslin is my starting first baseman in this league, and awesome. I, I love it. <laughs> I'm in second place. I don't know how that's even possible. Oh. But all right, we'd be remiss if we talked about the Angels and we didn't mention the Big O. So let's talk about Otani. On this very podcast, I said myself that he was going to be the American League MVP this year, but they wouldn't give him the award because he's on the same team as Mike Trout, and Trout will always get the preferential on that. And I was right because Trout was killing it too, and there was no reason not to give Trout the award. But now I think we might have to consider it. So are you guys voting for Otani as the the American League MVP at this point? Look what they're doing right now. They're winning right now. He's on the he's on the mound, isn't he? Yeah, I and mean, they're winning. Yeah, he's he he's he does a it killer, all, man. Well, you you know what I always thought. I was like, all right, this guy's uh an ace. Just let him concentrate on pitching, this and that. But 
he is, oh my God, he's an amazing hitter. I, I didn't think he was this good. Ah, oh, crap. I jinxed it. Now it's Todd. He just gave up a home run. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to uh, shut up now. Uh, Otani, 14 home runs, six stolen bases, and he had he has a 271 batting average. The league batting average is under 240, and he's batting 271. He's batting leadoff for second on days that he's even pitching. Um, I, I gotta say, six stolen and, uh, bases. Six stolen bases. Yep. Here's my question: Could he be a 2020 batter? Um, I, I it, it might be well, a lo- it might be a lock. He's on pace for it. Could you imagine that? And a 2020? That's a first round. Could you imagine imagine that? 20, 20 home runs, twenty stolen bases, two hundred strikeouts. That's oh. unbelievable. It's possible. It's possible. I mean, he's right now his strikeouts. Let, let me see this so I get it right. He has forty strikeouts in twenty five innings. <laughs> he only pitches once a week. I I mean, at, at that rate, like he's he's going to get it with 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 one hundred and fifty innings pitched. Like that's ridiculous. Like I I I don't know what else to say, but wow. I'm curious. I want to see if he's th- – this will be amazing. If he could strike out more batters, then he actually strikes out himself. <laughs> right now he has, has 40 strikeouts, and he's struck out 48 times. So let's see. What do you think? So Anything is possible with this kid. Yeah, kid. That, that That's the funny thing, too, is – all the major leaguers are saying he's the MVP. He's the greatest talent they've ever seen. They they are they're all saying that um, when when they're watching the ball game, they can't wait till it's over so they could go watch Sports Center and see what Otani did today. And this is major league ball players and everything. I can't remember who it is. I think it was somebody on the Mets even said, "All right, so he could pitch better than me, throw better than me, hit better than me. Why has he got to be better looking than me too?" <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So 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 the the major league baseball community is really hating on Otani in a love kind of way. So, he's our MVP. I I love it. I only got one share. It's a team me and Andy have together. Uh in awesome. Ale only, he was our priority. Uh, because we can put him back and forth daily lineups, oh. pitcher, hitter, whatever. Nothing breaks my heart more than when I put him in as a pitcher and he hits a home <laughs> run. They're like, oh, man. <laughs> like, shouldn't have done it. But, I mean, what a weapon. What a weapon, man. I, I, anything else about Otani? You guys ready to move it on? I just can't believe the Angels have him and Trout and complete crap everywhere else. It's a shame. All right. Still heartbroken Trout's on that extension. All right. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about um, the topic of the the week right now. It's you guys have asked me several times, what's wrong with Luis Castillo? And you know, we're talking right now. We're we're at what I I is funny. I called it the quarter pole on Twitter, and somebody ripped me apart like these damn trolls, man. I, I said, we're at the quarter pole of the season. And this guy calls me out and says, the quarter pole is actually at the three-quarter mark of, of the racetrack. And it indicates that there's only a quarter of a mile left. I'm like, does my bio say horse racing or NASCAR? It says baseball. I don't know what the hell a quarter pole is. Sorry. But so we're at the quarter pole of the season. <laughs> and we're looking at a lot of players today as should we add them should we get rid of them should we hold them should we trade for them whatever and we're going to talk about a few of them 
Luis Castillo is one of them because people everywhere are – it's one of the hottest debates in baseball Twitter is should I stay or should I go? Should I drop yeah. him? Should I hold him? Should I bench him? Should I start him? And this was a two-start week for him, and a lot of people jumped in. I'm one of them. I have him in our dynasty league, and I started him for the two-start week, and we got awarded yesterday. I mean, there was three quick runs yeah. on the board, and everybody's like, here we go again, us included, and – it ended up working out with 11 strikeouts. So what do you guys think? Are you in on him? I got I got some uh, some deep stats I'm, I'm going to talk about, but I want to hear your opinion first. I'm not uh, giving up on him yet. Uh, obviously, I uh, traded him in one of my leagues, and uh, if I can sell high on him and get a player I really want, go for it. Uh, but I'm not going to sell low on him. I feel his uh, upside is just too much there. His, his stuff is nasty. I was in on him last year, and I'm not about to uh, dump on him for a couple of bad weeks. What about you, Nick? Nick, I, Nick, Nick, let me let me before he he said if you could sell at regular value, if you drafted him, you did as many drafts as I did this mm -hmm. year, and countless amounts of mock drafts. Mm -hmm. This guy went in the second, third round. Yeah. So yeah, he was at tier, there, tier no two, tier three. There, there's no scenario right now that you could trade him and get full value. For no, him, right? no, no, no. All right. So uh, if I drafted him, I'm holding him. Uh, I'm not giving up on a player to draft that high. If I don't have him, I am going to the player who has him, and I'm trying to buy low. He's got the talent. He will figure it out. If your team, if this is a keeper league or a dynasty league, try and get him because he'll flip it around. 11 strikeouts yesterday were phenomenal. Sunday And his next start, which is what, Sunday? Yeah, still, I think he's still going to have a nice K strikeout game. Um, the runs are a problem, but I think he corrects it. But you draft him at that tier two, tier three, that two three turn, you're not getting any, you're not getting that value back for him. You're you're going to maybe get a, I don't know, you, you got to hold him. That's just my take. He'll turn it around. All right, so so let's talk about yesterday first, okay? Um, this guy had 19 swing and miss yesterday alone. Okay, which led to 11 strikeouts. He currently is in the top 10% of all of Major League Baseball in chase rate. So his slider is working. People are still chasing it. Okay, there is a one to two uh, mile per hour drop from last year in his velocity across the board. Okay, but I, as I'm looking at it, if you go deeper, there's one to two miles an hour for starting pitchers across the board through all of Major League Baseball down. And do you know why? It's because last year was a 60-game season, so these guys didn't have to ramp up to pitch 180, 200 innings. They knew that they were going to only be throwing 60 to 80 innings, the, the aces. So this guy was giving it everything. So that mile-per-hour drop is not a concern to me. I'm a big fan of stats that begin with the letter X um, because I don't like trading for what happened already. I like trading for what's coming. Okay. And his X ERA is 4.33, which is acceptable, right? His actual ERA is 7.44. So what the X ERA does is it takes all of the stat cast metrics, all the fancy stuff you hear about all the time, launch angle, even sprint speed, everything. It basically takes the, the expected WOBA of the pitcher allowed and converts it to ERA. 
So his ERA should be 4.33, which means he's been unlucky. His career ERA is 3.91. So we're basically seeing exactly what you should expect from him, just a little bit worse. But here's why it's worse, okay? He, he's made nine starts so far. Four of them we could single out and just throw, kind of throw them out. I mean, they still happen. They still blew up your team. They blew up your ratios. We have to live with them. But let's talk about what happened here. Opening day. Windy, 37 degrees, right? Second start, 50 degrees, 20 mile an hour winds. Third start in Arizona, nonetheless, rain and sleet. And then his last start before this one with the 11 strikeouts, Coors Field, right? He's historically been a bad pitcher in poor weather. We're getting into the dog days of summer. It's been 80 degrees here in New Jersey the last couple of days, even higher. You know, like nine, I got to ask, ask my son, JT, if he's watching what the actual temperature was, because that, that's his thing. <laughs> but if you take out, he gave up in those four starts, 24 earned runs. Okay. He's only thrown 42 innings. Imagine what happens if you take out half of those 24 earned runs in sleet, 37 degrees, 20, 20 mile an hour winds and course field. So I'm ready to throw it out. So if you're listening to this and you're in a league with me, put it out there. I'll take it, man. Let, let's let's make an offer. I'm I'm going to Mr. Andy Spiteri today, and you know he he's I'm in his home league, and he's at the bottom. He needs some help. You have to point that out, Andy. Uh, <laughs> he talks a lot of trash, so I, I got I got. We've never I expected that. I gotta call it out, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go try and get it. You know, there there is no reason not to do this. It's it, it it's there. He's going to turn it around. He's going to be one of the best pitchers in in baseball. At least one of the best strikeout um, assets going into the second half. And I wouldn't bat an eye. I'm in. Do it. Okay. All right, Andy. I'm going to go to you first. Let's talk about some other players. I got a little long winded. Louis Castillo was my <laughs> buy guy. You know, I know you've been asking me to break him down a little bit, so I went pretty deep on that. Let's talk about Christian Yelich. He just came back. I've long called him the best left-handed hitter on the planet. I'm kind of, you know, maybe second to Juan Soto. But what do, what do you think about him? Are we comfortable with where he's going? Is he somebody you want to add? Well, I think a lot of people are uh, down on him. He's He struggled last year, and uh, he can't stay healthy this year. So basically for the past uh, two calendar years, he's really hasn't lived up to the potential. I feel that some of these owners might get a little, and you know, a lot of these owners, they get very, uh, uh, you know, crazy and start making moves. Yeah. I'm one of them, but uh, you know, you start making moves because you, you, you don't stay patient. So I feel you can uh, definitely get one of the best left-handed hitters in baseball at a discount now. So um, uh, a couple other guys I was going to uh, touch base on real quick was, you know, especially with, uh, the way the injuries are going, uh, the outfield uh, situation and the, the Mets situation with all their injuries. Uh, I feel someone like uh, Jonathan VR who uh, was, you know, picked up late in the off season and he uh, is coming off a, what, like a 20 Homer 40 stolen base season two years ago. I, I feel that he's now he plays three positions uh, for you uh, second, third shortstop. And I feel that he can, Definitely provide a lot of upside, especially steals. Uh, I, 
don't think he was drafted in many leagues. And if he was, he might have been released. But if he's out there now, I would definitely go grab him. Uh, you know, the, the Mets are desperate right now. You know, there's yeah. somebody uh, on uh, Sirius XM going crazy right now, uh, Lane Melnick, the legend, uh, because he's going <laughs> out to buy that New York Mets Cam Mabin jersey. Yeah, because, that's his favorite. Because that's his boy forever. <laughs> so the Mets went out and picked him up. So they are desperate. Uh, I'm not saying get Maven, but desperate. Uh, another uh, couple guys uh, that I, I was thinking about is going the opposite way. All right. You got this guy who's uh, playing like a, a BMW, but he's going to be a Corolla. You got to sell, get rid of Mercedes. That's what I'm saying. I am, I guarantee you, he will not be what he is now. I said he's, that earlier. He's playing over his head. <laughs> I said that week one. It didn't work. No, but I, I thought you were in on him. I thought you were in on him. Uh, I thought yes you were in no. on the guy. Eh, yes and no. I, uh, I, I, I agree with you. I think the hype is going to crash soon. Uh, I Sell him now. Sell him I, now I while my, you can get. I got an idea, man. Yeah. So can we I, – I think this is a possibility. Can you trade Yerman Mercedes for Luis Castillo and something else right now? Or do we have to wait? Is there too much hype on Castillo right now because of the 11 strikeouts yesterday? We got to wait. No, the guy's been 370. Sell, sell now. Come on, you could, you could get someone to bite on that. Yeah, I I would trade Mercedes for Castillo straight up right now, but I don't have any shares of your mean Mercedes, and there's a reason for that. Yeah, you know, I just don't do things like that. So. All right, so you're selling on Mercedes. If you have them, get rid of it now. Uh, trade, Hi, trade, yep. trade it in for the '92 Corolla. Yeah, yeah. The the lead, the lease payments are too high. You know, get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, Nick, you got anybody you're focused on right now? Uh I'm a prospect guy, so I I constantly check the you? waivers, see who's you there. I think the Yankees might have a possibility of calling Garcia back up this week, so I'm hoping that's the case. He's looking good down in the AAA. Um, Drew Waters is starting to heat up now. <laughs> I have had my eye on Waters for a while. Yep. He's starting to heat up. And uh, Two homers, Wander, that's right. Yeah, and I'm sure he's owned everywhere, but Wander Franco is crushing it, absolutely crushing it. He should be up soon, hopefully. All right. But uh, yeah, another scene with there. Bobby Witt, Jeter Downs. Hopefully, there's some June, July call-ups. If you got a deep bench, stash away. Nice. The the guy I, I'm saving my fab money for, specifically in TGFBI. I I could use a one one last um, hitter. I, I've been patching a spot. I have Larnick in there right now. That's my guy. Hunter Renfro has been huge for me, but I don't think I'm going to get a long term uh, return from them. So I, I'm going to need somebody to pick up. I'm saving my money for Vidal Bruhan. I oh. just think I, I think he's poised to make a huge impact. The Rays strike out a ton, and Bruhan doesn't strike out. We met. We talked about him a little bit last week. I think. Yeah. He he's a one to one guy, which is an Andy's flavor of the month. You know, he loves those mm -hmm. guys that that walk and strike out equal or more walks than, than strikeouts, and they're few and far between. There's not too many people that do yeah. that. Um. So he's a guy I'm really got my eye on. They're a very poor on base team. They don't they, they just don't put people on base. They strike out a ton. They win they they, they win by scoring in bunches. 
you know, it's hard for them to put small ball innings together. They hit home runs. Zanino two yesterday. Um, you know, you know, it's I, I think he's poised to come up, you know, and it, and they have shown this year with Patino and McClanahan that they're not afraid to bring up their farm guys, which they've shown in the past that they were a little hesitant to. I think he's going to come up. I think we're two weeks away from seeing him, maybe a little bit sooner even. I'm saving my fab money and I got like 600 bucks left in TGFBI and it's probably going to be a $200 bid for no, me when he four, comes. It's going to be four positions. They're going to yep. play him in the outfield and then he plays second, third, shortstop. I don't think they're going to they're going to stick with uh Willie Adamas for now and probably move uh Frankel maybe over to third or vice versa and I feel that he's going to be all over the place. He's going to be so valuable. I I think when they designated uh Sutsugo for assignment that kind of told the story to me that because he was that guy, he was that Swiss Army knife guy for them that played all over the place. Yeah. You know, Joey Wendell is, I mean, some people say he's the best hitter on the team, but he's just, he's a 4A player. You know, mm -hmm. he's, he's a good bench option, but he's not somebody that you want getting 600 at bats. I, I think Bruhan's coming up and I think he's going to make a massive, massive impact. He's got five home runs already. He's not known as a, as a power guy. And Andy has left the game. Yeah, he's gone. He's going to go check out his jerseys. This guy's out of here, man. Oh, boy. Okay, then. All right, so Nick. Allergies. Hey, hey, <laughs> I'm going I'm to give you another guy, all right? Oh, we got. You all right, man? Yeah, yeah. You good? Yeah, what happened? I was a little concerned about you there. Oh no! I was just making sure my jerseys were all lined up right. Yeah, okay. yeah, I would hope so. I would hope so. The uh, the trout jersey looks crooked. <laughs> no, nah, I'm coming off a, a little cold. I don't want to blow my nose on camera. Blow oh, up my spot, guys. Oh, <laughs> literally. I mean, you literally <laughs> left, and we heard some kind of wind coming from from the corner. All right. So, all right, I was trying to be discreet. It's not. It's not windy down here. I live like five minutes from you. It's not windy right, down here. All right, all right. <laughs> Carry all right, on. So Next topic, please. Well, we're talking about players that, that could make an impact for the rest of the season. And I got one more guy. I wrote I wrote him up in my NFBC ad list uh, on Sunday on Fantasy Six Pack. And it took one day for me to be right. One day. One day. Who's that? Michael Fulmer, man. The guy's on fire. Yeah, let's uh, talk about that. Let's talk about Gregory Soto first, okay? I told you guys. Yeah, he's got good stuff and everything. But if you drafted Gregory Soto, you should expect Gregory Soto. And that's what you're getting. Okay. He's number two. He's left-handed. Yeah. They're not they're not going to name Fulmer the closer. They're not going to name Soto the closer either. They're going to play matchups. I, I heard it, you know, firsthand. They're gonna they're gonna play matchups. The other day when Fulmer got got the save. They brought Soto in to face a tough lefty in the eighth inning. He got the out, and then they're they're like, "Oh, you know, now we got a, a tough righty up next." I can't remember who it was, but he came in clean inning. But he he's he's uh he's looking pretty damn good. This is a guy that was very high pedigree. We looked at him as uh, you know what was he a top? He was probably a top twenty five prospect, right? Who's that? And his heyday, Fulmer. Fulmer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was a big time prospect. Um. You know, he's he's striking out batters at a higher rate than he ever has in in his career. Twenty three percent strikeout rate right now, which is the most important thing for us for fantasy. That's what you're looking for is strikeouts and obviously the saves. Uh, 
he I think he has three wins and two saves right now. So he he's turning into one of these type of relievers like Devin Williams was last year. And he's just going to have value for you. I picked him up in TGFBI for like 10 bucks or something like that. It was something dirt cheap. I didn't put him in my lineup and I'm regretting it already. I think he's going to be an every week lineup guy for me going forward. You know, he, he just looks good. I, I I'm buying you guys buying on him. I mean, I got, I got, I got Soto in uh, one of our keeper leagues. I picked him up at the end of the draft and getting the cheap saves. And, you know, when you just look down at a stat, you're like, oh, that's beautiful. A 1.90, but that's actually his whip. And that's where the problem is lies here is, uh, <laughs> you know, he has a 1.90 whip and you know, he gives up. Is that, more is that than bad? One. Is that bad? That's yeah, quite poor. Try yeah, to that's pretty bad. Yeah. So uh, basically he's given up over a hit per inning and he has 13 walks in 18 innings. It's just, it's really bad. He has a lot of upside. He's still young. Uh, I heard a beat writer for the Tigers say they want to go forward with him as the closer, but they're not going to put the title on him because, you know, they, they just can't avoid the, the struggles of what he's going to do and the growing pains. That's why Fulmer's in the ideal spot. He's he's in the defector role. Yeah. To quote your buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh I, I I think we put a pretty good bow on it. I, nope, I think nope. we got one more thing to talk about. I think we're gonna open up a new uh thing per week. Obviously, Nick can't really deal with this because you know he's you know a young kid. He doesn't know anything about old school. All right. We're going to have a little part each week where we have a, a throwback of the week and me and Jeff are going to talk, you know, I don't know if Jeff has one this week, but I was going to throw some, someone out this week. Basically we've been playing fantasy baseball and football for years. And, you know, we're going to bring back some of the old school flavor that just helped us become where we are today. So basically I'm going to stop, start today with uh, the guy, the OG. Now I love Fernando Tatis Jr. But guess what? Daddy was a baller back in the day, and I had him in 1999. I, I picked up in our auction league for $3, all right? He hit two grand slams in the same inning off of uh, Channel Park. Uh, he had uh, 34 home runs, 21 stolen bases, you know, batting 290, 100 runs, 100. All right. It was amazing. Never did it again, but that helped me win the title and the big trophy on a huge uh, 20-team league that we're in. So, I, I think I think I had Channel Park. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> so um, obviously, you know, Nick, maybe do a little research on this. You could ju just check on some of these guys. You know, you could, we're gonna we're here to help you. Obviously, you know, we told you who Corey Patterson was. You know, we're gonna tell you who Fernando Tatis Senior is. Each week, we're gonna bring a little flavor in here just to help you. I out. was just uh, <laughs> I was just watching the 2000 2001 World Series documentaries. Actually, that's not going back. That's I'm not going back. That's not. <laughs> I was 10. Oh, God. I was out of high school for 10 <laughs> years already. Jesus Christmas. And I was watching and I was watching the Knicks that year. Latrell Sprewell, oh. Patrick Ewing. Oh, nice. Yeah, All I was right. watching he, that he, year. He's good. He made it through now. I All was right. watching him. I was watching him. Alan Houston. Houston. Alan Houston. There you go. See, but that's a, a part those. of the part of the thing that we're gonna bring in uh, once a week. It's uh it's pretty cool. 
All right. Yeah, I, I got a pitcher in mind for next week that I'm going to talk about. Not not Rick Ankeel because that that broke my heart. <laughs> but I got another pitcher that I'm I'm gonna gonna reminisce about and talk about how he helped me and hurt me in my fantasy prowess back in the day. All right. <laughs> Speaking of pitchers, Jeff, I forgot to ask you. Uh, stashes. What's your thoughts on Spencer Howard? Oh man, that's a great great call. I absolutely yeah. think I I. Yeah. I I'm not a Spencer Howard guy per se, but you know, but Chase Anderson is barely human right now. Like this is the worst pitcher on the planet right now. Okay. And Vinny Velasquez has been pretty good. So they need to bring Spencer Howard up. They sent him down uh, a couple of about a month ago. Right to stretch out. So he's at Lehigh Valley right now to stretch out as a starter. He's only made two starts and he's only thrown five innings. He threw two, his first start three, his second start. I believe he's scheduled to pitch today. Um, I'm assuming they're going to let him go four, and then maybe five. I don't think Chase Anderson's making another start after this week. He's got one more. He's going to give up nine runs again. And then they're going to say enough is enough where, you know, we, we got enough problems on this team. We can't be rolling out a, 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 you know, minor league pitcher like this on a regular. So Spencer Howard is the guy, man. He's going to have an opportunity to, you know, he's going to strike out a lot of batters. I, I, I believe that wholeheartedly. You're probably, if you're using him this year, you're going to have to suffer through a little bit of a, a of a ratio problem. Um, but the stuff is there. He throws gas. Like he's a great dynasty buy right now. You know, if you're redraft, I'd like to use him as a bench stash and be able to watch him for three or four starts when he comes up. But he's somebody that by mid July is going to be going six, seven innings at every start and striking out seven or eight guys. He just might have to take four, four or five earned runs with it every now and then. So buy him. Why not? It's cheap right now. little something I just picked up on for the uh, closer situation. Giants brought out McGee in a one nothing game in the eighth inning and then uh, sc- scored three runs in the ninth, and Rodgers went in the ninth. Are we looking at a new closer in uh, San Francisco here? They were talking about that. Yeah, they they seem to play matchups out there. He played um, – it's uh, McGee pitching against the bottom of the order, and then uh, – Rodgers would have came in against top of the order in the ninth, except they got the three extra runs in the ninth. Right. Something of note. I mean, McGee, uh, did anyone expect him to do this? I mean, he's no, already no, very paid off. Well, if anyone drafted him, I mean, he's was it, he's 11 right. saves already. I mean, great. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but, I, I, you know, basically anybody named Rodgers is, is, is an asset this year. <laughs> I haven't even looked at the Philly score yet, but I don't know what to do with myself. It's it's Eflin against Trevor Rogers today, and you know Trevor Rogers Day is an Ooh. event for me. So I'm, <laughs> I'm not even don't even tell me what happened. I'm not Ooh. looking at the comments or nothing. Don't Ooh. even tell me. Ooh, ooh. Okay. All right. <laughs> hey, I can't lose either. My pitcher, either my pitcher's having a great day, or the Phillies are winning. One of the two happened. <laughs> Don't tell one me of the that. two. Did, one of the two did happen. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say what, but one of the two did happen. All right. All right, guys. I think it's time to get out of here. We talk longer than uh, than we paid rent for in this space. Um, 
you guys, you know, I, I want to, I want to definitely thank uh, Joe Bond at Fantasy Six Pack for the opportunity. You know, we really appreciate this. I hope you thank didn't want. I hope you didn't watch the first episode, Joe, um, when I went max headroom on everybody and and whatever. But yo, Comcast, you came through today, man. Good job. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, Andy, you got anything intelligent to say before we get out of here? Uh, not, not anymore. I'm done. Used all the brain cells I got. So you, you spoke your piece <laughs> for the day. Yeah. I'm going to work on my jerseys on the background next week. There you go. Right. Yeah. So, we so go. we're looking for a better atmosphere next year, next week. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to work right. on it. All right. I look forward <laughs> to that. All right. Mr. Mimi, what do you got for me, man? Anything as we get out of here, yeah, what's football just... looking like? Have you gotten started yet? Yeah, I uh, did a little uh, mock draft. Uh, not mock draft, uh, best ball draft with uh, Sirius XM, Howard Bender, a couple of them. Did a little best ball draft there, and we're getting there. OTAs are this weekend. A lot of, uh, lot of good things coming ahead. Very exciting times. I was also going to say it's the quarter pole of the season, as Jeff says. <laughs> now is the time to go through your teams and see what you are in need of and make those trade blocks because – now is your time to catch up. Yes. Let, let, let me add to that. The most important thing that you can do, guys, is not look at your team and try to trade for the best name. It's look at your categories. Mm -hmm. Even it, whether you're in a roto league or you're in a head-to-head -head league, look at your categories. What do you need? Don't go trading for Pete Alonzo if your batting average is terrible unless you're punting it that's not a shot at you bro it's just the first player on it was not wow. a shot at the Mets it was not Ooh, a shot wow. at the Mets or your I trade. just traded for Alonzo today although they were watching thank you thank you but, Joe Miller from Set Island but you did the right thing <laughs> that, that fit the categorical need for your team you're in 10th in RBIs so that now was he's making good you feel better. bad for you he's making right? you feel better Thank you, thank you. No, but that's what I'm saying is <laughs> you have to know what you need. Don't just look for the sexy yeah. name. Yeah. That's not what fantasy baseball like you said, is it's about. That, it's that about the categories, not the players. It's that X stat. How red yeah, can absolutely. I get, man? Look at me. I'm, <laughs> oh my God. <sighs> All right. I'm Jay Trella 20. He's at N Mimi. He's at AMAC 22 NJ. We are the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast. We're powered by the Fantasy Six Pack fam, fam, family, family of podcasts. Wow. Bro, I'm fired up, man. I'm getting breathe, red, bro. bro. Breathe, I'm getting red. Breathe. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get out of here, guys. I appreciate everybody for checking us out. Thanks for last Thank week. you, everybody. Thanks for thanks, this guys. week. Thank Trevor, you. thanks for all you do. Peace out, guys. We out of here. See you. Come on, give me a break I just need some sleep In the morning, we'll sort out